Welcome back to The Service Station, a podcast brought to you by Riverside County Department of Public Social Services, offering conversation and information to empower your daily life. I'm your host, Gene Kennedy. It's been just over a year since the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic, and while our communities begin to recover, some of our older adults may never recover money stolen from them in coronavirus scams. The Federal Trade Commission says scams have cost consumers nationwide hundreds of millions of dollars, and it's been a concern during the vaccination process here in Riverside County. These scammers can call, text, email, or knock on your door, and in minutes, you can be duped by these fraudsters. Luckily, our department helps protect and support victims of these crimes. We have a specialized team that helps educate older and at-risk adults so they don't fall victim, and if they do, to learn to speak up. It's called curtailing abuse related to the elderly, or CARE, and Shirley DeSantiago is one of its coordinators. Hi, Shirley. Welcome to the service station. Good morning, Jean. Good good to be with you here. Uh, June is Elder Abuse Awareness Month, and so this is a time when we're shining a light on various scams that target older adults. Um, Shirley, give us a few examples of scams that have come to your attention during the pandemic, but also during this time of recovery. So unfortunately, scams have been in our county for some time. So one of the, I guess you could say most established scams are where uh, the abuser or the suspected abuser, the scammer, uh, will call the client, say I'm from either, you know, some government agencies such as IRS, Social Security, and say, you know what, you owe back taxes or you're entitled to a benefit. All you have to do is provide me with your Social Security number or other personal information. If they owe taxes, then the client is expected to pay with a gift card or sometimes sell transfers, um, which results in the clients losing their money. We have also seen an increase on what we call Amazon scams. So a client will get a call or an email saying, you were accidentally charged for something you did not purchase. Um, Please call a number, follow the link, and provide us with your banking information so we can reimburse you. Obviously, that is not the case. The client is giving their information and these scammers are taking their money, transferring money out of the client's client's account into their own account. So that's something we've seen. We also have the tech support scam since uh, most of us are online these days um, due to COVID. You get a pop-up on your computer screen saying you have a virus, call Microsoft or click on this link so you can be connected to Microsoft. That is a scam. And unfortunately, these clients do give access to these scammers. So the scammer will log into their banking account, transfer money out, and the client never sees that money again. Um, And then just some in terms of consumer fraud, we have seen some cases uh, involving moving companies where the moving company will say, we'll charge you X amount. But once the move actually happens and they have the client's possessions in their trucks, they'll say, oh, now it's $20,000, which was not the initial quote. And same thing for electric companies. You'll get an email or a call saying you have not paid your bill. You owe us money. Pay us with a gift card or transfer money immediately. And unfortunately, the clients do transfer that money and again, resulting in the client losing that money. And during COVID also, we've heard of scams that are related to vaccinations. What what COVID related scams have, have you noticed uh, lately? So that is one of the biggest ones that we've heard of. I personally have not had any cases, but I have had cases where the client 
is transferred um, unemployment benefits that belong to somebody else. So they befriend somebody or somebody, somehow this person contacts the client and they ask them to go to the bank and cash that or deposit that check. Once that check is deposited, they ask the client to transfer those funds to him or her. And unbeknownst to them that they're involved in a scam. We've also seen the stimulus check scams Mm -hmm. where a client will get a call or an email saying, you want your stimulus check faster? Please provide us with your banking information or pay up X amount, a small fee, a small fee of $100 and you'll get your stimulus check faster. So those are some of the most popular ones related to COVID. Tell us a little bit about a few of the clients that you've helped and I guess just how that made you feel. Well, I think once we help a client, we feel accomplished and we feel like we are a resource to the client, like we're actually making a difference in our community. So a lot of the times it is scam related. So we educate the client. Uh, What we do is we call that client. We provide them with resources. We inform them that there are agencies that they can report to. So law enforcement is one of them. And then there's different regulatory agencies, such as the Federal Trade Commission, IC3, which is the FBI's website where we can report any online crime to. So it's IC3.gov. And then we also deal with consumer fraud. So one of the cases that I had is a client was a retired teacher. She had been a loyal customer to this extermination company for many, many years. And she needed some work done. So she called them. They came out and they quoted her. But at the same time, she was having medical issues. So she had to be out of the home to get that medical care. Well, when she was out, they called her stating, you know, you need additional work. And she was not ready for that work because she did not have the money. So what this company did is they basically did extra work that resulted in an extra $1,200 for the client. And she did not sign any contract agreeing to that. And what kind of work are we talking about? Just extermination Mm -hmm. work um, in her home. So the client did not agree. So she herself called APS requesting help from... Adult Protective Services. correct. She called Adult Protective Services requesting help. So what I did with the permission of the client, obviously, I called this company. And it did take a couple of phone calls with the local company and then the regions going up. Um, that resulted in some action, but we also had to get the struck pest control board involved just as an extra push to get the client uh, to be reimbursed for her $1,200. And that really made a huge difference in her monthly budget. So she was really thankful for that action. And we are here to advocate for the client when it comes to consumer fraud, but realize that we cannot guarantee results and it does take time. So I cannot guarantee, Jean, if you have a case that tomorrow you'll get that money back. It might take some months, you know, a couple of weeks, depends on the situation, but we are here to advocate and we're willing to put in the work for you. We were talking about um, COVID-19 vaccination, COVID-19 related scams. Uh, There's been one recently in the last few months that we've actually reported on where payment is requested for uh, a vaccination, which is a total scam. Uh, Talk to us about how prevalent scams are in Riverside County. And have you seen a rise recently? Scams have been around the county for a while. I think they're becoming more known to us or people are sharing a little bit more. So in Riverside County, APS or Adult Protective Services gets around 300 cases of some kind of financial abuse. Out of those cases, 28% are scam related. 
However, the thing to remember is that that number does not paint the whole picture because a lot of the times these victims do not report. So this is just what we know from reporting victims. We don't know how many more are out there that have not reported because either they don't know where to go or they just feel ashamed and they don't want to be, you know, mocked for being, uh, have fallen for this scam. And the thing to remember is that anybody could be a victim. It does not matter your, what educational level you have. It does not matter what uh, economic status you have. It, anybody could be a victim. Unfortunately, these senior citizens are targeted because they have assets, whether it be property or money. And sometimes they lack that support system that they need or their capacity is diminishing, which increases their likelihood of them being a victim. We mentioned in the intro about the CARE program, which stands for curtailing abuse related to the elderly. And talk to us about how the CARE program helps to protect at-risk adults from becoming victims in the first place. Right. So our goal with our presentation is to prevent a future potential victim to not be a victim. So a lot of the times it's just a matter of education because when we call our clients, they said, I wish I would have heard of this before somebody called me or emailed me. So that's part of it. And you know, just making that phone call could make a big difference. So we had a coordinator who had called the client in the morning because we received the referral and she was going to send, I I believe it was $100,000 to this scammer that afternoon. So prevention is key. A phone call could make a difference um, in these cases. Uh, I think just kind of getting the word out there. We also want the victims to realize how important it is to share their story um, because sure we can hear it from you know somebody giving a presentation but sometimes it's easier to when it comes from a family or friend that we really trust so we want them to share that and then we also want them to report. It is crucial for them to report because the more that they report the more likely that the scammer will be caught and so that's just something to consider. And they can report, by the way, by calling Adult Protective Services. The number is 1-800-491-7123. I wanted to ask you, going back to um, the prevention um, methods that that CARE is engaged in, you had mentioned about presentations. I know you directly interface with the clients uh, one-on-one when they come to you, but there's also a lot of outreach that happens in terms of presentations. Just give us kind of an, uh, a broad idea of the, of the work that you do in that regard. Well, I think the first thing we do as coordinators is we too too try to seek out agencies that we can present to. COVID has presented some challenges before it was in person. And um, that was a little easier because a lot of the times our senior citizens are not technology savvy, I guess you can say, or they don't have a computer. So we're trying to reach out to different centers, uh, different agencies that we can be part of their, you know, their script. Um, So we have done that. Like senior centers. Correct. Senior centers, we've done some. I know uh, Karina, who's also um, going to be presenting later, um, she has reached out to a community, of, as an apartment complex of senior citizens, and we were able to do a presentation. We've reached, uh, we have reached out to the Mexican consulate, so that's something else. And um, again, we recently we've partnered with Public Authority in hopes that they can, uh, we can train their IHSS providers in hopes that they can, you know, inform their clients so they are not a victim 
or if the client is a victim, the IHS provider will report to APS. I think that's great. You're talking about training these caregivers who are caring in home for at-risk adults in hopes that they will then, because they have that direct connection uh, with older adults that they're caring for. Correct. We're having a really insightful and um, uh, conversation, helpful information. This has been terrific. We've got more of it still ahead. In just a moment, we're going to talk uh, more with Shirley about what you can do if you suspect that you've been scammed, or maybe if you think a friend or a loved one has fallen victim. We're going to take a quick break. We're back in just 30 seconds. Stay with us. Riverside County DPSS is getting back to pre-pandemic business hours. Offices that offer food, housing, and health services are now open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. as we help our communities recover from the pandemic. Fully vaccinated customers do not have to wear masks in our lobbies, but they're encouraged, also encouraged. Make an appointment if you need in-home supportive services and to apply for benefits like food, cash, and health coverage, use internet or phone options whenever possible. Learn more at rivcodpss.org. Welcome back, everyone, to the service station. We're talking with care coordinator Shirley DeSantiago about scams targeting older adults during the pandemic and also now during the recovery. So, Shirley, obviously the goal here is to protect yourself from becoming a victim in the first place. But if you have become a victim of a scam, what can you do? Well, the first thing you can do is to realize that you're not alone. Again, it could happen to anybody. Just because you are a senior citizen does make you a bigger bigger target or increases your chance of a scammer calling you. However, anybody could fall for a scam. So if you are a victim, we ask that you call APS, the APS hotline, so you can get uh, services from a social worker and a care coordinator. And again, as Jean mentioned, the APS hotline is the 1-800-491-7123 number that you can reach us at. If you don't report for some reason, we do ask that you contact your bank or your uh, your institution, banking institution, and ask them to, you know, reimburse you for that fraudulent charge. Ask them to give you alerts when there's some suspicious activity. So if Jane doesn't regularly shop at GameStop and now there's $500, a $500 charge at GameStop, Jean could be alerted and Jean could decline that um, transaction. We also ask that maybe you possibly close that account because we don't know if you know somebody has your information and they can use it for the future. You can also consider freezing your credit if you're not sure if your identity identity has been stolen so consider that we ask that you check your credit scores your credit reports Um, there are some companies that do provide you with some free reports so we ask that you do that and then we also ask that you report the incident again it is crucial that we report uh, with any regulatory agency depending on the situation and law enforcement and you help with all of that right because because they'll call adult protective services and then there's assistance with that reporting correct right. it depends on the client some clients are very savvy and some are go-getters so they have already actually reported by the time we get to them so we're just kind of reinforcing that they did the correct thing by reporting but some do not know where to go to when should someone call adult protective services anybody well sorry. 
um, anybody can call APS. And we ask that you call when you have a, a suspicion of abuse, whether it be financial or any type of abuse towards a senior citizen or a dependent adult. It, you don't have to investigate what's going on. We just ask that you call APS so a social worker can go out there and investigate what's going on. Uh, the goal of APS is to provide the clients with resources and services that will you know, prevent him or her from being abused and for him or her to have a good life and live life to the fullest. Um, so that's something that we consider. Again, it comes back to see something, say something situation. Mm -hmm. If you suspect there's something going on or something isn't quite right, we want you to report it. Um, you don't have to know something is going on for sure. It's okay. just if you suspect it, call Adult Protective Services and let the professionals handle it from there. Correct. If, if worst case scenario, nothing's going on, we still, you know, make sure the client is okay and he or she is not a victim of any type of abuse. Um, and, you know, they can request the ca their case to be closed. But again, it doesn't hurt for us to go out and check and make sure that the client is okay. I know you just provided um, some information about, you know, tips on, on banking information and what you can do. Any other tips that you might uh, provide to help protect individuals from being scammed? We ask that the client or the potential victim slow down. We're so fast paced in today's society that we want to take care of everything now. So somebody's calling me, I owe money, let me take care of it now. But sometimes these scammers will say information that, you know, kind of sounds a little iffy. They're asking me to pay with a Target gift card for my electric company. You know, that's that's something to be, you know, con considerate of and just kind of go through the motions, kind of analyze the scenario and if, if you know these scammers create a sense of urgency so again we want to slow down hang up call you know if somebody you trust or even APS for that matter and then we could kind of run the scenario by together and you know realize if it is a scam or it, it's not a scam so that's something that we want our clients to do and if they are uh, a victim we want them to s do not continue to have contact with the scammers so just like I said before some scammers create a sense of urgency some scammers are really nice from what we hear from clients oh they asked me about this they asked me about my family so they're nice so we want to make sure that the communication between the clients and the scammer is discontinued as well and realize that anybody could be a scammer unfortunately sometimes it is a family member a close friend so be careful who you share your personal information with uh, because anybody could be a scammer unfortunately this has been a great conversation, great information. Thank you so much for, is there anything else maybe I didn't ask you that you wanted to add? Well, just a reminder that the CARE program is available for virtual presentations in regards to scams or um, ID theft. So if you or your agency would like us to present, please feel free to reach us at care at rivco.org. And we're also available for mandated reporter trainings mm -hmm. for those of you that are mandated reporters. Again, everything we've Lately, we've done everything virtual, but um, hopefully things get better and we can go out there and, you know, make some of that face-to-face -face connection with uh, the clients that we serve. Shirley, thanks so much for coming on the service station. Thank you for having me. Scams are all around us and constantly evolving. If you suspect that you or someone you know has been a victim of a scam, a vulnerable adult, call Adult Protective Services at 1-800-491-7123. Again, jot down that number. It's 1-800-491-7123. That hotline is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and that phone call can make all the difference. 
Well, that wraps up this episode of The Service Station. We have episodes in English and Spanish you'll find on all major platforms where podcasts are available, like Apple, Spotify, or Google. And feel free to tell your friends. If you have any ideas for a podcast, let us know. You'll find all the latest information and resources about our department on our official social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, all at Rivco DPSS. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you drop in again next time.